0: Today on The Breakdown, have we got a hand for you. No great comic opening, no legendary humorous opening this time around, people. This time it's just straight up hardcore, amazing poker that will take your breath away. Much like Raquel Welsh did one time to Charlton Heston in that movie or something. Anyway, (laughs) so here's the deal. It's a $300,000 buy-in event because it's the super high roller bowl. And this happened just a few days ago. There are six players left. Only three, only three players get paid. But guess what? First place is a hefty, a hearty, a whole $3.4 million. And with six players left, the two chip leaders, Bill Klein and Michael Adamo, who has just been tearing it up lately, clash in a hand that is certain to set the poker world on fire. I'm sure it already has by the time you're hearing this. We are super psyched to get into this and argue about everything right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levin.
1: Hey. Yes, love- well... You did try to insert some humor in there, despite your claim that you wouldn't. About, I was. <laughs> ah, Charlton Heston and Raquel Mulch. I had to talk about a movie. I'm down on that movie.
0: <laughs> that wasn't me trying to insert humor. That was just sort of me being weird. And then it was funny to me. It's, I guess that's sometimes the same thing as inserting humor. Yeah. Was, I'm not going to do a straight opening. Everyone knows that.
1: That would be Come boring. On. No, I mean, you have in the past, I think, a yeah, time I mean, or what two. Happens?
0: I, get, I get crapped on by you, by the public, by the administration. I mean, it's nonstop over here.
1: I mean, everything you do, you get crapped on and it's because you don't, you don't do anything quite right. And
0: that's exactly. I'm the standard I'm held to feels a little high. I got
1: to tell you a little, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Lovey. It feels high, even though it's the same standard everybody else is held to. (laughs) You do the math.
0: Is that true though? Or is it that everyone else is asked to just be average. And for me, It's perfection every time. And if it is isn't perfection, we just take out the crapsicles and drop them on Levy's head. That's what it feels like.
1: (laughs) That sounds like a fun holiday tradition. Take out the crapsicles and drop them on Levy's head. Let's do it. It's
0: it's December 26th, everybody. (laughs) The crapsicles (laughs) crapsicles ready. They're they're the coldest they're going to (laughs) be. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Jonathan, stand over there as you
1: always do. <laughs> go, <come? laughs> go in the crapsicle circle and <laughs> await your fate. Anyway, Michael Adamo's fate is to be atop the poker world these days. This guy is everywhere from the first pandemic summer of being in all of the online final tables and, and through the winter. And now the second pandemic summer being in all the live final tables and just making all these plays. This There's is kids the age, everywhere.
0: It's the age of Adamo. We're, we're just living in it, man. Uh, he's won the last two. High roller events, which are the last two Poker Masters events, um, claimed the coveted purple jacket, meaning he was player of Poker Masters, got an extra bonus for that, and, uh, is now one of the chip leaders with six left in this 300k event, the next 300k event. If he were to cash in this event, he becomes the, the biggest money winner in Australia's history, passing Salty Joe Hashem. Salty I mean, Joe. Yeah. By the way, obviously that's a foregone conclusion that that will happen at some point, but it could yes. happen as soon as, you know, I don't know if he if he survives this hand and or makes money in this tournament, but like it could happen really soon. I'm not trying not to spoil what happens one way or the other yet because I'm okay. Cool don't spoil way. it. Yeah,
1: it is already spoiled for Lee Nave. Lee Nave suggested this mm. hand. We expect there might be other suggestions of this hand. Yeah, um, we're just doing it as pretty quick after it came out, so we won't be between the time of this recording and the time of this podcast coming out. If you suggested it, sorry, we. You'll, you'll be with us in spirit, but we won't mention your name.
0: Yeah. Like, you can point to the heavens the yeah. way they do after they score a touchdown. And it's like you're pointing to yourself because you're up there, but you're not down here. You're not on TV. You're not recognized. You won't be recognized. Not this time. And that's, but, actually,
1: that's actually better because that's, what the, like, that's yeah. what the real cool guys do. Do you think Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk are actually the richest guys in the world? No. They're just the guys who are like, look at me. I have a spaceship. There's some dude named Jeff who just like sits and watches TV, and he's like, "I have 400 billion dollars, and I will do whatever I want."
0: And well, there really was. Is... There really was a guy who was richer than both of them very recently. You know,
1: is his name no one Jeff. Heard
0: of his name wasn't Jeff. He's a French dude. He owns like is it Jeff then? High <laughs> like a high end, you know, fashion slash purse line and whatever. Um, but I think I think Elon has now overtaken them again.
1: High end uh, fashion slash. Slash pur- purse is more than Tesla. You're making more money yeah. from that than Tesla. Well,
0: well, you have to understand when I say high end fashion, plus, like, you know, they're selling like really high end handbags, really high end fashion type accessories and all that kind of stuff for very, very large amounts of money. And they're, they're the, I guess, they're the biggest company. I never heard of the company because I don't buy those kinds of things, Grant. I'm not the type of guy to buy a $60,000 handbag for my lady or myself. You know what I'm saying? But there are people who do that. Yes. There I know people who do that, actually. I know someone who did that. And I was like, wow, that seems like a bad purchase to me. Some people have too much money, I guess. They argue it's a collectible. And I'm like, I don't think that bag is a collectible. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before, but it doesn't feel like that handbag that you're using all the time is a collectible. It feels like you just want to say you have a 60000 Oh, is Da handbag.
1: Vinci's paintbrush that he used all the time, is that a collectible,
0: <laughs> is Jonathan? It? Is it? I mean, if I dropped it in a in a fucking box of other used paintbrushes, would you know it? Would you be able to pick it out of a police lineup? You I can think smell, you would. You
1: can, you can smell a Da Vinci brush. You can smell it. <laughs> it's got the Da Vinci smell.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, to your original point with all this. Yeah, the true suggestions, the pure poker lovers don't, don't need the recognition. They don't send in the suggestions to get called out now or the shout outs. They do it for the love of the game, man. They do it for the love of the pod, man. As they should. But also, of course, we'll always it. shout you out if you suggest. But yeah, thanks
1: to Lee Nave.
0: Yeah, anyway, good job, Lee Nave. You did great. And he did suggested the first it on Twitter. Time,
1: right? uh, yeah, that's the first I've seen. He yep. did it on Twitter. Uh, there is a new place to suggest, which we actually Uh-oh. prefer to Twitter now. You can you Uh-oh. can still do it on Twitter. We're the poker guys on Twitter. But we have a Discord server. It's a much more interactive, community-based thing. There's a lot of activity going on in our Discord. It's fun. We make a new thread for each hand that we do, where you can talk about the hand with other people who watched or listened to the podcast. And, uh, and we'll join in too. We'll, we'll re- reply to you guys a lot. I'm on that Discord server a lot. Um, we got a lot of people in there who are talking about other general poker things. There's a section where you can post your hands that you've played to get critiqued and get advice from others in the community and us. It's actually been a lot of fun. It's exceeded my expectations so far is, is how much fun the Discord community has been.
0: Yeah, you are a, uh, an active member of that community. I am a somewhat active member, but Grant, you're really getting your mitts dirty, getting down there with the plebs, Talking yeah, yeah. poker, hanging out. It's pretty cool. It's fun, yeah, that's, actually. It's
1: how you get elected. You get down there with the plebs. That's right. Shake some hands, kiss some babies. Yeah. No, it is. It's a good time. Um, there's a link in the description of the podcast to join the Discord server. You'll be prompted to, you know, obey the rules, which are not strict at all. And then you get to be in the Discord server.
0: Yeah, it's, fun. it's free and it's fun.
1: Yeah. Check it out. Also, by the way, in the threads of the hands, we will post our solver analysis. The solvers themselves, actually. Uh, Wesley and Danny. They will post their, their work in the threads uh, for a full solver write-up. Because at the end of this show, we haven't seen it yet, but we're going to take a look at solver work from Wesley Cannon. And uh, we're going to see how that jived with what we said. And see, yeah. and, and sometimes it's you know on par, and sometimes it's way different than what we said. And it's always really interesting to know what the solver had to say. Um, so anyway, if you want to see the entire write-up of, of Wesley's work, you go to Discord for that. And we will, at the end of the show, do the solver stuff. So we'll, Sweet. we'll swing back to that. Let's swing over to another very rich man talking about rich people. Bill Klein.
0: Okay. Yeah. He's a billionaire.
1: Yep. He's playing in this event against the Sharks, the greatest in the world. Bonomo, Adamo. Who else is still left in this thing? There's good players. That's for sure. Alex Foxen uh, is still left. I Alex Foxen, Sean Winter. Maybe not as big of a name, but he's good. Absolutely. Somebody with a last name Brewer. Chris, I don't know who. Chris that is. Brewer.
0: He's also a regular in all these high roller events now. All the live okay. high roller events. He's been playing all of them. He's at least a good player. I don't know if he's a great player. I'm not sure if he's a pro or not. But he's at least he's close. You know, he's if he he's not he's not if he's a whale he's not the whale that you want to see at the table. You know, gotcha. he's the best of all the whales if he's a whale. So he's probably like barely qualifying to be good enough to play, is my guess.
1: So Bill Klein is the clear fish, is what you're telling me.
0: I think so. Even though he's good for a businessman, yes, in this yeah.
1: field he's the 100% the fish. Okay. He knows it too, I'm sure. Of course. Yeah. Of course, he, he must, you know. But he's going to he, be fine either way. That's he's the to be, and,
0: and that is his advantage. Actually, that's his edge, right? Everyone should... You have to know what your edge is. Bill Klein's edge is that he cares about the money less than anybody else in these, in these big buying events. And he can, he can use that to his advantage. And he has in the past. You know, and I like mm-hmm. that.
1: That's what he should yeah, be good, doing. Good for him. So the situation we're in here is six remain, only three get paid. So yeah. that's that's pretty stark. I mean, like it's going to probably take a long time to get to the money because we have some relatively deep stacks here, lots of stacks that are over 50 big blinds. And uh, I imagine the first payout is something like 400, 500K, and then it goes up from there.
0: No, they did it differently for this. I think because when you're buying to a 300K event and there's only three places, they're just like, nah, we're going to do it different. So it's 1 million for third, 1.9 for second, and 3.4 for first, and that's it.
1: I mean, holy shit. What yeah. a
0: bubble. Like... For all the guys who are, you know, not on their own money here, which is probably everyone else at the table except for Bill Klein, like, yeah, this is a big spot. Or we're we're, now, we're not actually entirely there yet, but as we get to the bubble, wow, what a spot!
1: Yeah, jeez, okay, million dollars, no big deal. Not to Bill Klein, who has 1.4 million in front of him at the 20k big blind level. He's going to open to 45k with Ace of Hearts, Jack of Diamonds in the cutoff. Seems totally normal and fine. Yeah, absolutely. I'm down with it, man. So he's, got, so he's got 70 blinds. That's what we're saying. 1.4 million. I think, assuming the big blind is 20. Yeah, Poker Go does some weird stuff with their with their videos where they don't always display all the information you want. Like, ever they do have it all available at certain times, but not always, and sometimes it's hard to find. So the big blind is not listed at at least that I saw easily.
0: Okay, but he makes it 45, so it's at yeah, least so. it's at least 70 blinds is what. we Right.
1: Know. So he's either it's either 20k or 16k. I would guess for the big blind. Yeah, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure it's 20K. Either way, whatever. He makes it 45K. He's the chip leader. Michael Adamo has just 35,000 less than him and queens on the button, which I did not write down the suits of the queens. So I should probably do that.
0: You do that uh, while, while you do it. One of them is the queen of spades. I remember that. I think they're two black queens, I think, but you'll, you'll let us know. Anyway, Adamo... Is on the button here, even though you could argue, I guess, you don't want to play a big pot against the chip leader, blah, blah, blah. But come on. Uh, I think this is a really clear three bet all day long
1: against everybody. Yes. And that's what he does. Yeah. And it's queen of spades, queen of diamonds. Oh, okay. he makes it 135 K over the 45 K open folds back to Klein. All right. How do you deal with this with ace jack off? It feels like most people are just going to call and take a flop but is there another option and is it a better option i think there are lots of better options actually uh
0: we could call and take a flop we can fold that's not completely out of. i mean the that's an awful
1: think. that seems awful we open Why? the cutoff and an elite pro three bets us from the button we can't fold ace jack we're getting crushed if we do that
0: i mean if he's actually three betting us a lot Because of the dynamic of the tournament, where we're the chip leader and he's second, he may not want to be playing pots against us. I mean, that's
1: not that's not going to be the case when there's a lot of deep stacks and we're still we still have to eliminate half the field to get to the bubble.
0: I mean, I hear what you're saying. I just don't know if I buy it. Like a lot of times, maybe maybe with these this level of player, maybe you're right. I guess I'm thinking about like most tournaments that I've ever been in, and I know I haven't been in a three hundred thousand dollar tournament, but I have been in you know pretty big tournaments been in played the main event multiple times. Cetera, oh yeah. Cause the
1: main event is like full of sharks and great players. This is, can you let me make my point? You don't know your so point is bad and I hate it
0: being a dick. Let it go. Take a breath. Um, so no. yeah, I needed to say that. So anyway, uh, often the big stacks will try not to mix it up with each other. Um, and just prey on the small on the medium sized stacks mostly like that. That's, and I think, although we're three away from the bubble, Like, I'm sure all the medium-sized stacks are already feeling the pressure of the million-dollar payout, right? So it just wouldn't be, uh, in in most cases, anyway, maybe Adamo will never do this. And actually, what I was saying to you before we started was that I feel like having watched Adamo a fair amount the last few weeks anyway, he is taking a few more bluff spots than everyone else. He's like pushing the, he's just pushing it just a little bit farther than everyone else. Not to the point of being crazy or spewy, just a little bit more. And, it's, uh, and everything's working out, basically. So maybe he's just getting lucky that it's all working out, but he may have like found like a slightly better, a slightly more exploitative place to be playing where he's just getting a few more folds than everyone else in big spots. So with that in mind, yeah, he's probably going to be three-betting a
1: reasonable amount here. I right? think any elite pro at this level is, is not going to be cowed by the stack thing and yep. is probably going to be three-betting their normal three-betting range from the button when the, when the cutoff opens. Like if you have two eights, are you just three betting that? It's not, that's not necessarily the normal three betting range. Like that's maybe like a third of the time a three bet and often a call when you're, when you're this deep. So what do you, what's the normal three betting range in your mind? I mean, it depends on who you are, I guess, but like, you're going to have probably, you're probably going to throw in some ACE tens and ACE jacks, and then call with some of those. Mm -hmm. A lot of ace queens and ace kings. Yeah. Pocket pairs down to tens for sure are mostly getting three bet. Yeah. Um, Nines are like half and then it kind of goes down from there. And then you're going to throw in a couple ace wheel type hands and maybe a few other bluffy type hands would be my guess. I don't know that ace jack is doing super great against the range. You just said, I got to tell you, I mean, sure. Maybe it's not, but this feels such like such a non Jonathan Levy argument that you're making. Like really you're never folding ace Jack here, right? Like never against a good player. Uh, I think, I think you're probably right against a good player. I'm,
0: I'm rarely folding it. I'm folding it sometimes. uh, But like, I just feel like calling out a position with the hand that is often dominated. You often don't know where you are is problematic. And so like, I usually like to pick the other options rather than put myself in this weird out of position,
1: floated pot, problematic spot. Okay, you say the other options that includes four betting, which seems yeah. a lot more reasonable to me than folding. I mean, I, I,
0: I think that's reasonable too. I'm yeah.
1: honestly kind of shocked that you even said the folding thing. I really am.
0: I, I really I, don't. I really don't think a call is a great play.
1: I think a call is significantly better than a fold. Significantly better. Maybe not against the tightest fish in the world, then you can just fold. But like, it's Michael Adamo. He's gonna have some bluffs.
0: I just rather be four betting it than calling. I think. Fine, that's
1: but folding seems absurd. I can't get I think past call, it.
0: I think calling is worse than folding.
1: Strong disagree.
0: Yeah. For, for suited, I think it's an easy call, to be clear.
1: I think we can move on and just disagree on this one. Yep. Sounds fine.
0: Yeah. We've I mean, actually had a, this disagreement. We're sort of having a running disagreement about calling three bets out of position with, with hands that are like marginal-ish. Like we already did this recently with Ace-8 suited. And we took the same lines, by the way, where you're like, this is a call always at least. And I'm like, I think this is a fold. So it's interesting. We're actually actually having a bigger conversation than just this hand about what in a tournament setting is a call and what's a fold. Not even just in poker in general, I guess, when you're three bet out of position. So just noting that I'm not saying who's right and who's wrong, just to be clear.
1: I wonder what that's a function of. And it's, it could be, now I'm not necessarily taking into account Bill Klein's skill level versus Adamo's skill level here. I don't want Bill Klein to call. I want Bill Klein to four, but I think that's the best play, especially when you're Bill Klein and you're against Michael Adamo. You want to pump up the variance. You want to get him out of the hand if you can. Um, I agree. But I wonder if the overall thought process is a function of how much we trust ourselves post-flop in tournament settings. I Mm. feel like I trust myself a lot. Maybe you don't trust yourself as much. Is that part of it?
0: No, I don't think that's it. I think it's just, it's really easy to get in really sticky situations with hands that you just don't have, you haven't put much money, and you can just throw them away and like be in much better spots.
1: That's Well, it. I think it. Well, let me to expand on it. Okay. Not to make this about us, but you know it is our podcast, so it can be about whatever we want. Yeah. Whatever. Um. There's there's also a running thing that's been going on for years with us where like you feel more compelled to abide by not being exploited post-flop and the price and everything. So you're probably going to call down more frequently in spots where you lose a lot of money with this hand than I am. Because I'm going to be willing to fold when the solver, for example, would say that I should not. Right.
0: I'm sure you're right about that. Yeah. I'm going to often... Part of my justification, like, well, I didn't call the fold. I didn't call pre-flop to fold. So i have got to have to call more in this spot than I otherwise might. Right? Um, Like, I put it... Now, obviously, not to say... Like, look, so many times in my life have I called a three-bet... Call the flop with top pair and then fold the check fold of the turn when I still have top pair. Like in big, like in World Series events, I've done that many times. You know because it's just like the hand is very obvious. You know, feels very straightforward. It's like I have Jack Ten suited. I remember doing this exact thing. Jack Ten suited. They three bet. I call. I flop a ten. I check call. They bet again. I fold. You know, it's like obviously there's some players I wouldn't fold to there, but they're like a lot of these guys don't have the second bullet in them, and I just know that. And so why would I ever call the turn if they don't have the second bullet in them, right? Yeah. Um, but having said that against a player like Adamo, yeah, I'm going to feel like, ah, maybe I just have to call a, I have to call down a lot, lot, lot more. And so, yeah, maybe that. So I don't know if that's about trusting yourself post flop as much as like you're saying feeling more. I feel like a little more bonded to trying to be balanced and, and not as exploited against the guy. You're like, like Adamo.
1: you're like the Navi. You get bonded by the, the <laughs> ponytail thing to, yeah. to the hand. Yeah. And then- I
0: want to try and play sort of like in a way that Michael Adamo. It's harder for Michael Adamo to beat me. I, I just, obviously everyone's trying to do that, but like from a mathematical point of view versus some other point. Of view.
1: Yeah. So it's like the river and Michael Adamo shoves for 58 big blinds and you have, you know, 47 and you're a second in chips and, uh, it's a huge ICM spot. And you just look down at your one pair hand and you say, I see you and you call. I mean, you've
0: seen me sort of do that in a much lower stakes situation. <laughs> yeah. The four left and, you know, at a World Series circuit final table, right? With top pair, yeah. no kicker. I did. The guy shoved four times the pot and I thought for a long time it called, right? I mean, so yeah, yeah a little bit. Like, and he lost. I did lose, <laughs> but he was he was shoving with a part of his range that he should never have there. And so that's why I lost, right? Like, but whatever. Let's sure. blame the guy who
1: won for you losing. That makes
0: sense. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, no no but that's but you're right. No, I lost. But I lost. But like from a mathematical point of view, I think that's I think that's a call although it's at least close. Whatever. That's another conversation for another day. It we've is. Had many times. Who cares? Anyway, back, like, let's let's try and get back on track. We could
1: All right. Even if <laughs> Yeah. Assuming for a second that I'm better at poker than Bill Klein, I'm assuming that I'm not 100% sure that's true. Bill Klein is one of the better businessmen. Um, mm-hmm. but even if it, you put me in the seat in Bill Klein's seat, I don't want to call against the Michael Adamo types either. I definitely yeah. think four betting is the only option because I think folding is just wrong. It's not like there's going to be an easier spot later. It's not like the field right. is soft. That's a great know. point.
0: Ace jack is also kind of a boss four betting hand where it's just bad enough that you don't really want to call with it. Or I don't really want to call with it out of position, but still blocks a lot of stuff and that it not only does it have the beautiful ace to block, of course, but that jack also is going to block a bunch of the hands that Adamo can ultimately decide to continue with. So that's nice.
1: I mean, yeah, it's just, it's kind of a spot where it's a hand where you just, you can't fold it against a player like this. Calling feels really crappy to be out of position against one of the best, if not the best current tournament player in the world. Yeah. So let's make him fold the parts of his range that he's going to fold. Cause that's going to be a fair amount of his range at this point, based on the positions we're in.
0: Yeah. And you know, if he doesn't fold now, he's got Queens. I can tell you if we were to four, bet he ain't going to fold in this case. Right. But if he doesn't fold, We we don't have to put in all our chips or anything like that. You know, we can we can navigate as we want to navigate. You know, can figure it out as we go.
1: So, Klein is going to four bet. Bravo to him. Yeah, I'm curious about what you think about the sizing. Oh yeah, makes it two ninety five over one thirty five. It feels kind of small out of position. Like I don't like that at all. If Adamo's got Queen Ten suited and decided to three, but is he going to call now? I think he might call with Queen Ten suited. I guess
0: Bill thinks that Adamo because because they're both so. the pot is getting so huge and the stack-to-pot is going to be such a problem, which it will be, right? There'll be 600K in there, or 650K really with blinds and anties too. And Adamo will now have, actually they'll both have, what, like 1.2? So they'll have a two-to-one stack-to-pot ratio. Maybe he just thinks he's going to successfully fold out a lot of that stuff anyway.
1: Do you think in practice, assuming Adamo actually pulls the trigger and three bets the queen, ten of spades here? Which seems unlikely, but go ahead. Let's say he does. But okay, sure. It's it's 160k to win 480k. Do you really think he's folding in position I don't. Book in pos-
0: I, don't. I think it's eight blinds, and he's going to call. I think you have yeah. to. I I agree with you that he ha- you have to make it more. I don't think you need to three exit necessarily. I think you need to get close to three Xing it. Yeah. Like how much did how much again did uh Adamo
1: made it one one
0: thirty right. So don't you have the these, notes
1: in front of you, Levy?
0: No, I'm just looking at you because we're on Zoom. And yeah. I can't do have both? you heard of
1: Have you heard of making Windows smaller on your computer? Is that a thing that you've learned how to do? You are really in a weird patronizing <laughs> place yeah, today, yeah. aren't you? I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I, just, I felt like I had to do that one. It's okay. I, like, we've,
0: been on the, we've, we've been in the opposite of those roles before, where I've been in the patronizing. Concept, it just, which, see, it just seemed.
1: Good. It seemed implied that the the way Zoom is built is that it can be the only window open on your computer. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's a fair point. I'm on my laptop, so my screen's a little bit smaller, and so that's part of it too. I want to see your entire face in its
1: glory. So now, anyway. so now your premise is that when you <laughs> make the zoom window smaller, it actually crops instead of minimizing. Well,
0: no, but your face is smaller, and then I can't really get all the detail that I need. Oh,
1: okay, <laughs> I see. <laughs> <laughs> that, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll be we'll be off with Woo. zoom soon. Oh, this this is good stuff.
0: This is great stuff. All right, Uh, well, you know, at least at least we're really we've mined some comedy gold. You know, (laughs) we can hope. So let's come back to what what actually would be a good four bet sizing because we both like the idea of four betting this hand in this spot.
1: Probably three fifty ish would be where I would go. Three fifty to three seventy. Yeah, I think we
0: could even go a little less than that. I think we probably even go like three twenty, maybe three thirty. But I feel like, what do you make it two seventy or something? Two ninety five. I mean, yeah. Even that, it just feels like it's so easy to call. It is like three. I feel like three thirty. Like two hundred k more feels like a little heftier, a little more like a commitment. Maybe you're right though. Maybe we need to go even bigger. Generally, I always want to go bigger than what people are doing. Yeah, but I feel like when you when you four bet, you don't have to you don't have to make it as big because the four bet is already such an implied range strength. But we're at a position, and he's Michael Adamo, so maybe we do have to make it big. And we're Bill Bill Klein, meaning he's going to want to play more hands in position against us. Because not only are there no easy spots for Bill Klein, there aren't really easy spots for Michael Adamo either, except for Bill Klein. Right. right? So, yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Anyway, Anyway. Klein Klein four bets to the size he does, 295. Is there any five betting for Adamo, or is that just a terrible idea? It
0: seems awful to me to five bet here.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like you're edging on, if not, Guaranteed to be in Game Theory disaster land if you do that. Maybe Klein goes with Ace King.
0: He does. I, I, um, I think the billionaire goes with Ace King against Adomo. So, I think he should, too.
1: So cool. You get, you get to take your 56% equity in that spot. But your equity against the go-with-it range is, I don't know, maybe 28% if you're lucky. It's not ideal. Now, yeah, I
0: don't know. What's Klein doing with Jax? I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's continuing, right? And if he's not continuing with Jax, we got a real problem here. Yeah. Real big problem. He might fold Ace King too. It's possible. And then we got a huge problem. So I think it's, we're in position. We're Michael Adamo. I can't see any reason not to call here. Let, you know, let Bill Klein do what Bill Klein's going to do, basically. And we get, to, we get to, you know... By the way, if he's got Ace King, now we get to see if an Ace or King comes out. That's kind of <laughs> yeah. cool. You know, we, don't get, we don't get the full double when he misses, but that's okay. We're, we're Michael Adamo. We're the best. We might be the best player in the world. I want to call Like, why? Why put all these chips in early, ahead of time? Like, let's use our poker skills, man.
1: Yeah. Queens in position just is so much nicer than Queens out of position, too. It's just like agreed. It's fine. We get to see what he does. It's great. It's a four bet. I mean, he four bet
0: us like that's a strong play. Like we think about what parts of his ranger continue. What part? What's it? What's he four betting? Is he even four betting jacks? I don't even know if he's even four betting. Jacks. Maybe he not be. He might not be right. That's a pretty good hand to call with when you're this deep, right? So I don't know. And if he's not four betting jacks, then like, wow, now it's ace king. That's the only thing he can have that he can continue with that. Like we have any chance of him continuing it. That's a good scenario. doesn't sound great. Nope. Yeah, I like the call. Let's get more value out of like the jacks and tens and whatever the world, if he can have those, which I don't know if he
1: can. But then the ace kings, and maybe we can just play really well. And like the bluffs. Sense. And there's some bluffs in there, obviously. Like, yes. This is not this is, the weird thing about forbidding ace jack is it's not exactly a bluff and it's not exactly for value, but it's just kind of like a keeping the pro in line type play. I mean, it's a bluff.
0: I think it's a bluff. You don't want to get called, right? Like, if you get called, you're screwed. Like, you don't want to get you're called. Praying,
1: you're, praying, you're praying to get to get the full. You don't. Here's the thing that's weird about it, though, is like, you don't want to get called, but you can get called by king queen suited.
0: Um. Again, if he's three betting a hand, like King queen suited, yeah. I don't know if he is in that spot. I'm just not sure. It plays pretty well as a call. All the like the more speculative, cool, pretty hands play really well as calls when they're this deep with him in position rather than him bloating the pot. Now Adamo of course is going to three bet some of those kinds of hands and eight, seven suited also and stuff like that. Some of the time, um, yeah. for sure. Um, but you know, I don't know. I, I, I think it's, I think this is a, this is a really cool spot, but I think ultimately a Jack is cool because it gives you like maybe a few outs when called, but that's true for like, you should only be four betting with hands that have the opportunity to flop pretty well. And a Jack is still in that group at least, right? Like you can flop top pair in a Broadway draw. You flop. If you flop top pair, you've got either the best kicker or a very good kicker. Like, you know, this can work. It can. It's not it can. an ideal spot though. When he doesn't fold.
1: <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't, of course he calls, he goes with the call. Yeah. We like that. Yeah. And we, it was like, we squeezed water from a rock with the amount of analysis we did on that pre-flop play. That was a lot. We could have just, done a lot
0: more. You know, we could have argued about the pre-flop stuff for another 25 minutes for sure. Right. Well, we we're not going to, we're going to yeah. move on. Good. There's a lot more things I'm sure to, to get into. Cause this is a crazy hand. We're going to really talk about hand.
1: how you squeeze water from a rock more though. Oh, okay. And that's through nitrogen sports.
0: They're the ones who do it. They squeeze that
1: water. And that's probably why they can offer this overlay because water is very expensive in nitrogen sports land and they can sell it for a lot. But they offer this overlay every month in the Poker Guys monthly tournament, which should be bankrupting them, Jonathan. They just are giving away thousands of dollars to the people every month. You have to use the link in the description when you sign up for nitrogen or you don't even get access to this amazing tournament. What the hell are they doing? Why are they doing this?
0: I mean, they're really showing courage. They're showing valor and they're showing a a
1: thirst for justice. Right, a thirst for justice. That's the most important thing to remember yeah. when you sign up. If you if if nitrogen feels that there's not a thirst for justice in your heart when you sign up, which is very easy by the way, just a username and a password and a thirst for justice. Yep. If if you don't if they don't feel that, then they'll send you to the the crappy nitrogen site that's like still really, really good, but not as good as the other one. But you know still
0: what I'm really good. Yeah. And, the, and you still can play in that in the tournament.
1: Yeah, you but you'll probably but, you could, but the of most you can get zero. is third place though.
0: <laughs> I'm afraid someone's going to take this, believe this, for the first time ever and not sign up. Do it. Sign up anyway. In your heart, you do have a thirst for justice. Everyone does.
1: Of course you do. You're a great person. You're listening to this podcast. That means you you know it. Yeah. What else is great about Nitrogen, of course, is that they're Bitcoin only and they don't mess around with your money. If you win something, sports betting, casino games, poker tournament, you get your money fast. 90 minutes or less, they don't mess around. It's yours in your wallet. Happy times ahead. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. And once again, the nitrogen is changing their slogan basically on a bi-weekly basis. Or sorry, twice a week, I should say. So it's not every two weeks. It's twice a week. I think bi-weekly means both every two weeks and twice a week. Yeah, I think
1: when you put bi in front of time stuff, it can be either.
0: It's just crazy. It's like the word inflammable, which means both flammable and inflammable somehow. But, you know. uh, So so you're making a good point. Yeah.
1: Let's continue with it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my point is, yeah, they're just giving it away. Oh, they like the new they're always changing the slogan. That was the point. Yeah. So we just had a new one, but I forgot what it was because I got up on that other thing we just talked about, the inflammable thing.
1: I think it was it's just do it. I think that's what it is.
0: Oh, just do it. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. That's
1: clever. Yeah, I'm loving it. All right. Let's go to the flop. 640k okay. in the pop. Bill Klan's got Ace of Hearts, Jack of Diamonds. Adamo's got Queen of Spades, Queen of Diamonds, 710 Jack, Rainbow Flop. Hearts Spades Clubs. So this is a bit of a cooler flop. Uh, yeah. It's interesting from Klein's perspective, I think. I think you, it's a mandatory continue. It's a wet flop. You flopped well. Um, what hands are we hoping to get called by?
0: If we were to bet. Um, we're hoping to get called by some suited tens. Like, and... Like, like H and jacks, jacks.
1: Yeah, but you'd, you don't think Adamo's is three betting any of those hands, really.
0: I don't, I don't, but I don't know if Bill Klein doesn't think that,
1: you know, but I think the most obvious targets are eights and nines. Those are going to call. They have gut shot and repair. Mm -hmm. Those
0: are, I mean, those are very reasonable for sure. Um, Maybe, maybe if Adamo has any small pairs, he's calling once, you know, he's calling a lot. Once he's defending a lot in position. Once he's going to either have gut shots or a pair most of the time, right? Yeah.
1: I guess he's calling with ace queen and ace king. Absolutely. Probably.
0: Yeah. At least wants to see what we do at a minimum. And of course he's got draws to the nuts and overcards. Yeah. So I think, I think it's really makes sense to continue here. We're going to get called a lot the first time anyway. Now, if we were to continue to bet, maybe not, but
1: doesn't so it doesn't so feel there's like it doesn't really feel like there's any argument for checking. I don't imagine yeah. Adamo is going to be bluffing. If we check with like, a, I don't know what hand, like if he had ACE four suited, he wouldn't be here. So the only real bluffs that make sense are like ACE queen suited and ACE king. I don't know if he's going to bet if we check because he's probably going to assume we're calling most of the time anyway.
0: I mean, he's going to call a bet with those hands anyway. I don't know what the point of checking is and giving him any... Why would he give him any free cards? Yeah. Like, let's bet. We actually hit. This is a miracle. Once he calls, we're like, oh, no. And then we hit the jack. We're like, well, we're beating ace queen. We're beating ace king. We're beating lots of stuff that we were in trouble against, right? So
1: Klein does bet. He goes pretty small, less than a third of the pot, 200K. Do you think that's too small or the four-bet nature makes it okay?
0: I think that does make it a little bit better. I, if I were Bill Klein, I would assume I was getting called almost no matter how I'm sizing this. I mean, obviously, I could size it insanely big, but that's, that doesn't feel optimal to do for lots. Like, we get ourselves in some game, really bad game theory spots if we make it too big. Um, I think we bet, with the, we bet small this time with the understanding we're going to get called a lot on relatively safe turn cards. We're going to have some interesting decisions
1: about what can you we want to do. Can you think of any hands in Adamo's range that he will fold? Just thinking about it. I don't okay. know if I can think of any. Yeah. So the
0: board is 7-10 jack with two spades. No, so, it's a rainbow board, isn't it? Oh, you're right. 7-10 jack with one spade, one club, and one heart. My mistake. It is really hard to come up with hands that Adamo can have. He's got to have like five, six of diamonds and decided to call the four bet, which I just don't think he's doing.
1: He's you know, rarely three betting bet. that anyway.
0: But if even if he is, I mean, yeah. I I think I think that's one of the hands he's just gonna fold to the four bet, right? He's yep. like, this is just like, what am I hope I have to I have to flop so well and like, so, I have so many other hands I can call with, kind of a thing. Right? I agree. Yeah. So, it, yeah. So I think we're just getting called all the time here. So, a normal bet seems fine to me.
1: So, what do you think Bill should have done if he had Ace King? Do you think just the same bet is what he should do because he wants to realize his equity anyway and but he has no fold equity with just ace high. Like, how do you approach that?
0: That's a really good question. If we bet here with ace King, we're doing it to basically set the price for the turn, right? So yeah. We can, we're doing it. So, so it's cheap. Uh, part of me just wants to check if we have ace King, you know, like if we don't think we're getting a fold, like setting the price, even if we sort of charge less, if we make it 150 K, I mean, sometimes if we check it down, going to check it back. Right. Adam's going to check back a bunch of his range. He's going to bet some of it. He's going to check a lot too. Which, which hands things are, are th- ahead of us. But. Which, which hands do you think
1: he's going to check besides ace queen and ace king?
0: I mean, if Adamo has ace 10, I could totally see him checking. If Adamo has pocket eights or pocket nines, I could see him checking. Do you
1: really think he has ace 10 in his range? Ace 10 suited, I do. Okay. That's it, but yeah. Yeah.
0: So there's a few of those. There's at least two yeah. of them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, there's two of them. So, there, and pocket eights, pocket nines. Um, maybe, the, and he's going to bet some to, he's going to bet sometimes if we check and we're going to, you know, lose the hand. Cause I don't yeah. know. Are we really going to check call if he bets big enough? We can't,
1: right? It's S-K. a super sticky spot with ace, king, or ace, queen, as Klein. What do you mean? It's
0: super sticky. Like tough. It's a difficult oh, spot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. I think if you're going to bet, you should bet tiny, less than 200K. I think you should bet like 150, but we need to have some checks anyway. And some of our checks have to be check folds, right? So, yeah. we—I mean, I think we're going for it with all of our like really crappy stuff, our Ace Four of whatever's you know, suited. I disagree. Ace fours. I disagree we're that, because we're going to get like, called all the time. Yeah, yeah I think we can have those
1: sense. be our check folds. I think it's better to yeah. bet with the hands that have something that they can strive for on the turn. How low can? How little can we bet here? Can we bet a hundred k on this flop? I think and we can. Not, uh, can we bet the minimum and not get raised by an overpair? Is it possible? I think so. So then we should so. bet twenty k.
0: Well, I don't know. If, oh, when you say the minimum, you meant actually the minimum. I don't think we can bet twenty k. Um, I'd be worried about lots of things losing their mind against us. Um, yeah, but but I think we can bet five blinds, and it's hard. It's really hard for Adama to raise if we bet five blinds. It's just really hard. Yeah. So yeah. I would want to do that. with. So I think that's maybe the best choice with ace, king, ace, queen. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's just a shit spot. We also are going to have some king, queen here, for sure, if we have ace, jack, right? Yeah. As, as, but now we're open-ended with over, so I guess we feel better about the hand. Yeah,
1: we feel pretty good about it. We might even shove if we get raised with the king, queen.
0: Yeah, yeah we might just be like, let's see how strong you feel about your hand now, buddy. Hope you don't yeah. have a set, by the way.
1: Which is very yes. likely to yes. one of the
0: hands that Adamo would raise. In fact, um, so we, maybe we can't show. But, but that's another conversation for another day. We got too much to analyze just with the actual... All right, actual so klein
1: best k he does have ace-jack. It's top-top. Yes. Adamo, Adamo is pocket queens. The only decision he can make is to call, right? Like, ar- anything else is absurd.
0: Yep. I mean, it's possible because Bill Klein has the exact hand he has that maybe Adamo can actually get value from a raise here. But thinking that, first of all, Bill Klein even has ace-jack... Second of all, thinking that you can get value from worse hands, those both sound like really adventurous thoughts, like o- optimistic thoughts. And you'd be really worried that, well, aces and kings probably aren't going to fold. And, you know, one other one pair of hands probably are. So it yeah. feels like a clear call. We're in position. It's not so bad. Like, you're That's, really hoping an ace or a king doesn't come on the turn. Yep. At, at least a king gives us an
1: open-ender. But, yeah. All right. That's what he does. He calls. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Over a million in the pot. Now 1.04 million. The turn is the seven of spades pairing the board. It's now seven of hearts, 10 of spades, Jack of clubs, seven of spades.
0: These guys should be at one-to-one stack to pot. Also, they both. Put yeah. It's up actually 400K. a little bit
1: less than that. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Cause um, it was
0: 295
1: free. You're right. So it's like 900 K yeah. effective, right? Yeah. All right. Wow. So now what do you do as Bill Klein? This is not an ideal spot. Like Getting called was going to happen almost always. The board has not changed at all. Adamo's perceived range has not changed at all. I don't think Adamo has any sevens in his range. I don't think Klein has any either. Um, Klein more likely than Adamo, but still very, very unlikely. I agree. Should we bet
0: again or should we check?
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. I think my inclination is to check. My first inclination is to check, but as
0: I think about it more, I don't hate a bet either. Because remember, we thought Adamo was calling us with a pretty wide range there on the flop, right? Yeah. We've, we feel like we're ahead of most of Adamo's holdings right now,
1: right? I guess What's so, ad- yeah. What's beating us? I mean,
0: slow played 10s,
1: which queens, is now a kings, full house. Queens, kings, and aces, which are all part of his range, queens especially, but kings and aces are also part of his range.
0: They are, but... He's also often going to be putting in, you know, another raise, especially against Bill Klein pre-flop, I think with Kings and Aces. Um, So Queens, definitely. Queens feel like that's the hand that we're really in trouble against. And once in a while, pocket tens, Those are the ones I'd be most afraid of. But like, you know, pocket eights, pocket nines are still around. Other jacks might still be around if we're at least if we're Bill Klein thinking that, you know, I don't necessarily... I think that's super true. I think like Adama's calling King Jack suited mostly against Bill Klein, when, like pre-flop rather than three betting it. I think. Yeah, I agree. And Jack 10 suited, although Jack 10 suited is winning this anyway. Um, but Queen Jack suited, same thing. I think, first of all, I could be wrong. Second of all, I don't know that Bill Klein would think that even if that were so, you know? So if I'm Bill Klein, I might think like I might be able to get value to worse jacks. I might be able to either get value out of slash fold out pocket nines and pocket right. eights, which have, six, which have six outs against me each.
1: Stop this, if I'm Bill Klein thing, please, where you're like okay. adding
0: weird thoughts in that. I'm you trying. I'm trying to. Yeah. Well, there's a reason why I'm doing that, though, which is yeah. about the greater picture of the hand. I'm trying to keep some. Yeah, I understand. There, yeah. Fair enough. But, but fair enough.
1: But what are you actually expecting a Adamo to show up with? Like, it's not really too many suited King Jack and Queen Jack. You're not really hoping. No, like, that's, I don't. That's a no, okay. wing if and a prayer.
0: Okay, no, what we'd be, if we're betting, we're betting mostly for protection, I think, right? That's why we'd be, yeah. we'd be betting. we're, mostly we're betting,
1: betting to, against all the gut shots, which include eights, nines, ace, king, and ace, queen. Exactly. That, that's almost all of it, right? Which makes sense. Do we expect may, those to fold for this 350k bet that Klein does fire out? I mean, I think so. There's only one card
0: left. We're now taking another significant chunk out of a stack. If he calls yeah. here, how many? is how many, going to be left with like 30 blinds, right? Something like that. Like So we're really putting him, we're saying, you know, we're, you're know, going to take what was once a 70 blind, 70 blind stack and be more than half of it's going to go away. And you're just on a gutter with overcards, by the way, which might be drawing dead because the board's paired. Sure. I think he's folding ace, queen, ace, king, too. This 350k bet. On what about eights and nines? I think he's folding those two. Probably. So the question is, is it a good idea to bet when we're way ahead of those hands? But they definitely have outs and we don't know which cards we're trying to dodge necessarily either. Right?
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's not that many outs overall that we're I worried know. about. It's really not that many. And we're definitely getting called by everything that beats us. And that's that's not great either. Like it's
0: well, I mean, I don't know. I mean it's an like so Klein bets 350k. Yeah, I think we should have a discussion about what Adamo should do here. Like, I don't know if we're definitely getting called by queens here. Like, we
1: should let's explore that a little bit. Okay, from knowing that it's Michael Adamo, knowing that he understands GTO and distribution. Yeah, you absolutely must call with queens here, right? I mean, he's playing against Bill Klein, right? This is the yes. guy you can be most exploitive against. Exploitative, yes, against. you have to be really sure that he's only doing this with aces and kings or sets, right. But
0: all, Which, the, all the Broadway pocket pairs are now beating you if you're yes. Adamo, right? You're losing to Jacks, 10s, Aces, and Kings. Now, you have to ask yourself, would he really four-bet Jacks and 10s? I don't know if he would. Um, but if he would, well, now we're losing to all of them, and all of them could reasonably continue here. Yeah. Certainly, Jacks and 10s can, and Aces and Kings, I think, can too. Especially when the seven pairs, because now they're even beating Jack 10. Yeah. I think, I think they can. So I'm just saying it's not like a freebie to call with Queens.
1: It's not, it doesn't feel great, but ultimately you're going to do it, I think is what we're gonna end up on.
0: Like (laughs) that's probably true. It does, I mean, it's it's this is like an inflection point though in the hand for Adamo, I think, right? Like, because if he puts this money in, he's put in like 60% of his stack. That's a really big deal. Adamo's giving up a huge amount of leverage in this on this final table. That is true.
1: That is true, but I think that way of thinking has gone by the wayside a little bit. The percentage of your stack that you've put in in a tournament, mm-hmm. um, like each def- each decision becomes discrete. You're, the blinds that you have are the blinds that you have. It doesn't really matter what percentage of your stack you've put in, unless it is in in partaking in the calculation of the pot when you're making a decision.
0: Really, you don't think people are taking into account, like you know, what this is going to do to me situationally in terms of the tournament?
1: I think I don't know if I agree with that. No, I think, I'm it, not I sure. think they I, are. I think yeah, they are, okay. but I don't think percentage of the stack is the correct metric.
0: Oh, okay. That's fair. That's fair. But how about like, I'm going to go, I'm going to drop below 30 blinds, which is a really different place to be than even the 45 blinds I'm at. Or it's more than that. It's like closer to 50 blinds I'm at right now, right?
1: Yeah. That's a really I mean,
0: different place to be. In it the is tournament. very
1: different, but it's also a dangerous road that you're going down of where course. you're going to end up overfolding all the time because I you're know. trying to avoid that spot.
0: Yeah, people do that, for sure. In fact, that's something we see. You and I have seen so many times in tournaments, right, where the guy's like, they, they fold some really good hand because they don't like the situation. And yeah. it's almost always wrong to do that, <laughs> to your point.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we have to, even though it's Bill Klein, employ a little bit of distribution here. And there's yeah. not that many better hands that we have if we do I mean, actual combos. I mean, you can say full houses, but a lot of those are raising the flop.
0: Um. Some of, the, some of those are raising the flop anyway. I don't know if a lot of them are or not. in position with the stacks about what it is. He might be more, slightly more inclined to call with a full house. Well, it's, where, it's
1: mostly just sets of jacks and sets of 10s. So yes. that's six combos total. And then we remove at least half of them, I would think.
0: Okay. I don't know. So, I, don't, I don't know. But some, something like that. We can remove yeah. some of them anyway. I don't know if it's a third of them or two thirds of them somewhere. Right.
1: Either way, there's, there's no more than five combos better than this that we have in our range. Okay. I think that's probably true maybe we have kings maybe we yes. have kings sometimes we have kings a little bit a little
0: bit maybe we have one combo total of those two of yeah. those two pocket pairs maybe so still this is really high up in our distribution to your freaking point like absolutely true
1: because we still yep. have some eights and some nines that we did three bet preflop and we have ace king and ace queen which makes up a lot of combos of worse hands
0: yep absolutely no and also remember we were saying like we're probably calling with most of our range on the flop that called the four bet. So like a lot of that range has to fold now. Like I still would rather have Queens here than eights or nines personally. Oh yeah, for sure. So like, yeah, so we're going to, we just, we just have, I think, I think you're right. I think from any kind of distribution point of view at all, unless we think Bill Klein is super tight, which he's not, as we see, he four bet this hand and went bet bet. Um, and I've seen him do lots of other things once in a while too. Partially because he's a billionaire, I think, and he knows he can push people around, which is great. Um, we, I think, you're right. We do ultimately have to land on a call here. Yeah,
1: that's what he does. Okay, here we go. Wow, Getting serious. 1. This, like If you're Bill Klein,
0: what are you thinking right now after he calls again? Like you're like, I really hope he has ace ten suited, king jack suited, queen
1: jack suited, or Ace-10 what else are you hoping suited? Yeah, I don't know, man. What like, what are we hoping? You'd have to have that internal discussion in your head like we had at the beginning of the turn of like, is he going to call with the gut shots? Like eights and yeah. nines and stuff. And if he is, maybe I can be okay. But if he's yeah, not going right. to call with those, then I guess I lose all the time. Like <laughs> I can't think of a hand I'm beating except for if he three bet and called a four bet with King Jack or Queen Jack suited.
0: Right. Yeah, it's getting, it's getting pretty rough out there.
1: Yeah. It's not great. Yeah. 1.74 million in the pot. Klein has 580K. Adamo has 545. So, I mean, we're in serious situation. It feels like this
0: hand is way out of control. Like, now that we're actually here, like, every step along the way, I think you can justify what everyone's doing and putting all these chips in. But in practice, in tournaments, this doesn't really happen that much, right? Like, the turn gets checked through a huge amount in these tournaments, right? In this spot. Like, two huge chip leaders clashing. A million dollars is three places away. Like, In practice, like Bill Klein usually checks and Adamo usually checks right back and everyone's keeping the pot small. Yeah, right. But that's not what happened here. That's one of the things that makes this hand so exciting.
1: Well, it's a little different, right? This isn't a big field tournament. I think the big field tournaments play differently than these small field tournaments. You know, you kind of go for it in the small field tournaments in more of a way.
0: Maybe a little bit, but also like, you know, when you've got a lot of chips and you, you don't necessarily have to go for it,
1: like as much. Like if Bill
0: Klein just bet the flop and check the turn... If it goes check, check, he can go for a value bet on the river. You know, he gets to like give Adamo a chance to bluff with some of his misses. He can do lots of things that also are just employing more pot control, at least, you know. Anyway, it's, it's just really interesting to me that here we are like, wow, this is a run and rake train now. It feels like everyone has 30 blinds. Suddenly
1: 545 for domo is the effective stack climbed with not much more. If, if we end yeah. up all in, somebody is basically out of the tournament. Either yeah,
0: 27 way. blinds effective.
1: Now these were the all two right. chip leaders. Rivers, the eight of hearts. Yeah. So a nine, no makes a straight. A nine is pretty unlikely for either player. Adamo being more likely to have one. If, if he had pocket nines, maybe he calls the turn. Although I don't think that often.
0: The nines I can come up with for both players are Bill Klein having the ace, nine of spades. Yep. So he flopped the gutter, turned the nut draw as well. The nut flush draw rivers, the straight. Yeah. Bill Klein. Oh no, sorry. Adamo with 10, nine suited which he decided to not throw away pre-flop. Okay. Flops a pair, sells the gutter and just decides it's a little too good in position to throw away. I don't know if I buy that,
1: but that I think does. nines is more likely than 10, nine suited because of the pre-flop
0: stuff. Yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, and then he has to decide to call with that. And I don't know if he's calling with either one on the turn. Quite frankly. I,
1: I think mostly, mostly not based on our yeah. discussion. I agree. It's, I agree. So, And we're pretty sure Adamo doesn't have any ace, king, or ace, queen left, right? Maybe he has of spades. Do you think he has of spades? Do you think he shoves the turn with those, though, sometimes?
0: Sometimes, but not always. With the board
1: paired, especially, I think just not always. Okay, so ultimately, this is leading me down the path of, like, Klein needs to check, is what it feels like.
0: Well, if you're Bill Klein and you were going to bet, what purpose would the bet have? I think is the important question. Like, what would we be hoping to accomplish with a bet on the river? Are we trying to fold out a better hand, which is queens plus? We're trying to get called by a worse hand, which is essentially maybe ace ten suited once in a while. Um, maybe I think Ace-10 getting called. I
1: think getting called by a worse hand
0: is impossible. It seems really hard to come up with um, a worse jack. If we thought it was possible for Adamo to have king jack suited and hang in there. But th- is that possible? I don't know, right? It's really hard. To, it's hard for me to justify a bet in either direction because, well, I don't think we can get... It's, it's hard to imagine we're going to fold out a better hand, right? At this point. Like, I is think Queen we, should, gonna, we shouldn't... Like, Are we going to target queens? That seems absurd to target queens at this point. He's put in so much of a stack.
1: I'm going to say something that you're going to hate. Great. I think. I think this is a check, and I think if Adamo moves in, it's a check fold.
0: Well, I think it's... I like the idea of checking for sure. I'm not sure if it's a check fold or not.
1: Okay. The reason I say this is yeah. because I can't imagine it. Adamo bluffing with almost anything once we check the river. Like, what did he get here with? Maybe it's the ace of spades. Then we block Bill Klein's most likely bluffs. Yeah. I mean,
0: no, the thing he'd have to be bluffing with would be like pocket eights. And then the, what would he be trying to fold out that he thinks he isn't already beating, right? When... when Client checks the river. Yeah, right. I guess because it's sort of a straighty board now, right? Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. pocket um, eights is a full house now. By the way.
0: Oh right, pocket eights is because it's an eight on the river, and pocket nines is a straight. So yeah. never mind with those hands, right? Jeez. So if Adamo were to he called the turn, if he were to shove the river, what bluffs could he have? King Queen of Spades, that he, which is similar to Ace Queen of Spades. And once yeah. in a while, Ace-King is spades. Okay, he can, I guess he can have those. He is going to shove those a fair amount on the turn to, your, to what you said earlier, even though I said yeah. not always. But some of the time, for sure, right? Probably half the time, at least, right? Because he, he doesn't want to necessarily leave himself with 30 blinds.
1: And he might just tap the table with Ace-King and hope that he's against Ace-Queen or a chop sometimes. Yeah,
0: he might. He might. Uh, I will say Michael Adamo has done some sick, sick things the last several years, last several sure. months. So, the last
1: several years. Yeah, I yeah. did that
0: on purpose. Ish. Um,
1: (laughs) I liked it. I liked it.
0: Thank you. (laughs) So, so maybe we could decide that, uh, or maybe he, he might not tap the table with the ace king sometimes. Like maybe he's going to go just to get us off the chop kind of a thing. Maybe he's got ace queen of spades. And it's like, I'm going to get you off ace queen, ace king. You're the chopper. The thing is slightly, slightly beating me. Maybe, maybe, I don't know With this, when when we put in this much of a stack, our own stack, I just don't know if he's going to take those shots very often. Right. I wouldn't expect it. So th- this is why you said, like, maybe we should check fold here, right? Again, yeah. what do we think we're losing to, though? We're losing to the pocket nines, pocket eights that called the turn, which we don't think really call, though.
1: Yeah, the slow played full houses, That's which there are a few of. We have the and, jack, which does block it pretty
0: sweetly. So it's really just pocket tens mostly, right? There's, well, there's three times as many tens as there are jacks anyway.
1: If, if Adamo slow played kings or aces, he might yeah. go for value with those. That's Even that's pretty thin on this board. It is thin. I think maybe aces you can go for.
0: Right, because he's really hoping Klein has kings and got a little scared by the board. Yeah. I don't even know if Klein's going to call with kings, but maybe he would. Right. Right. I think with with Adamo's exact hand, if we check, I expect him to check back. And now I want to put even more chips in. I would think Adamo would really only want to be shoving with a very strong hand, actually, because the pot's already humongous. Like, this is one of those spots where I think you, like, sigh and, like, boy, I hope I win. Like, and check as much as, you know, you're really looking forward to checking with a lot of pretty good hands here, right? Yeah. Because the pot's already monstrous.
1: Like, you win this pot, you're going to be in great shape.
0: You don't so need to, like, f-
1: lose the last 30 blinds. Let's forget about the check fold part for a bit okay. because we haven't even gotten to what Klein actually does. Yeah, I know. Do you think he should check or do you think he should bet?
0: I think he should probably check, but I wouldn't be super clear at the time anyway, in real time, about what I'm supposed to do if I were to check and he doesn't check back. But I, but it would feel like I just don't know how I'm supposed to get called by like, even if I thought Adamo has King Jack suited, is he really going to call a shove? Like really?
1: Yeah. So he might fold that.
0: He might find a fold after we've done all this strength, shown all the strength all the way. And if that's true, then what the hell are we doing? Try and get him off a chop. We hope he has the other Ace Jack, another one of the Ace Jacks, not the other Ace Jack, but one of the few other Ace Jacks that have to be (laughs) suited. There's two of them. There's two combos. I mean, this is some thin stuff. We have a good enough hand to get to showdown. I think we should try and get to showdown as cheap as possible at this point.
1: Well, Klein shoves. Yeah. I mean,
0: it's a pretty interesting spot now for Adamo.
1: It is. So I guess it's kind of cool. We can't know if Klein is bluffing or value betting. It feels impossible to be a value bet. It really does. It feels even more impossible to be bluffing.
0: Yeah. I think this is why I kept saying earlier on, well, if I'm Bill Klein, I'm thinking maybe he has these jacks in his range because I can't come up with another reason for him to shove here except to try and get called by Queen Jack and King Jack. I just can't think of another reason.
1: It might be a simpler thing of, of the the general thought process that we often espouse on this show, which I don't think applies here, of I'm calling if he shoves, so I might as well shove myself to get value from the worst hands. Even though we don't think that's really in play here from our analysis, maybe yeah. that's what Klein is thinking.
0: Maybe maybe let's let me ask you this if that's true do you think it's a good play if he's definitely calling all adamo shoves anyway no he should definitely check yeah he should check because Adamo will have some bluffs yeah so what the hell yeah and he may not call us with any worse hands we have to check for that reason but uh, my guess is that this is a value bet but a but a but a bad value bet basically that's my that's my belief I admit that maybe, but because if he's bluffing, he's trying to fold out exactly Queens. Yep. What else is he trying to bluff out? He's not the other, a full
1: house. He's not right, trying to not, bluff out a full house. Not, not a happening. straight, not a straight
0: yeah. aces. He's going to try and he's now he's decided suddenly Adamo has aces and is going to fold. Like maybe
1: it makes a little maybe. bit more sense. I mean, it feels like he's targeting
0: exactly Queens. If he's, bluffing, I mean, if he's bluffing, he's got to be targeting exactly Queens. But Queens has put in so much. This pot is so big. The price Queens are getting is really amazing. Now, I don't even know if Queens are supposed to call in this spot, you know? But well, Bill that's, that's going to be an interesting did. discussion.
1: What? Bill Klein did what he did, so we're past that. Yeah. Let's talk okay, about let's what talk. Queens Good. should do.
0: Oh, man. let's talk. So first of all, Adamo takes all of his time extensions, uses them all yes. up on this hand. So he Makes just sense. keeps on like, like, he burns through like, I think they get nine a day. I think he burns through like his last eight or something like that on this hand. Understandably. Okay, here we are. We, okay, from the hands that called the turn, yes. where are we in our distribution? Let's start with that.
1: All right, do we have... We probably have ace-jack suited sometimes. Yeah, I think we do. There's two combos of that. I think we have that. Okay, so we're ahead of that. I don't know if we're ahead of anything else, because if we called with eights or nines, those are ahead of this hand now. Yeah... I don't know if we called with
0: eights or nines, but either way, they're either not here or they're ahead. So either way, it doesn't matter, right? That's your feels like
1: this hand is our distribution.
0: (laughs) Well, it's ace jack suited. It's this hand, and maybe a little bit of kings and aces, right? And everything else is way stronger, and have as a pretty easy call. I guess we could have jack ten exactly.
1: Probably not that much though. Preflop, I mean, seems pretty unlikely.
0: It'd have to be jack ten suited. Um, I think we're mo- almost always just calling with that on the button rather than 3-betting it. I don't yeah. know if we're calling the 4-bet with it, even, even so. But maybe we have a little bit
1: of that. <laughs> I mean, Jack-10 is technically a worse hand. But it's a better range. hand to call with, right? Yeah, because we block Jacks and 10s. Yeah. We
0: don't uh, block Queens, but like we blocking Jacks and 10s feels like we don't expect Queens to be shoving here. So Not really. I will say this. When Klein shoves, Adamo very quickly says... You wouldn't do this with aces, would you? And then he says, probably. So he, so he's. That's the first question he's already asking himself: is like, are the better overpairs even in in Klein's range? Which I think is a great question to ask because there's there's really two questions I think we have to ask as as Adamo, right? Like, yeah. can he shove aces and kings here? And would he have played pocket jacks and pocket tens like this pre-flop as when we're the two chip leaders in this spot?
1: Well, here's something we do know. He's very likely to have played all 16 combos of Ace-King like this pre-flop. Yes. And we no, don't block that at all. We don't block that.
0: We have the Queen of Spades in our hand, which is not ideal. No. We prefer not to have that in our hand because we remove yeah. some of the continues on the turn.
1: If he has right. Ace-Queen of Spades, that's basically right. it. It's one, it's one combo. It's, uh, it could be well, King-Queen of Spades once in a while. I guess so.
0: Since I guess He has so. Ace-Jack off. I got to think it's there sometimes. But yeah. it's not a lot. It's not a lot either way. Um. oh man, this is our distribution. I like that. In some ways, it feels like this is our distribution. So one of the questions we have to ask ourselves as Adamo is, is Bill Klein the kind of guy who's going to four bet and then go bet, 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 and not have a strong enough hand here? I, think, that, I wouldn't think he had ace-jack ever if it was me. I would never think he could play ace-jack like this.
1: Well, I think you can... Uh, you can try to divorce yourself from the billionaire label on Bill Klein and remember that he has a little wiggle to his waggle. Like there's he a does. hand we did a while ago from high stakes poker against Phil Galfond yeah. where he just does this confounding bluff that works really well against Phil Galfond. Yes. Um, Phil folds and straight. Partially yes, this is due to him having a lot of money, but he's also, he's creative and he's willing to put money in and perhaps sometimes I mean, in a way that's a losing money play, but it's also something that's worth noting as his opponent that like he's not going to be ABC standard hands, all the no, time,
0: absolutely not. No, I mean he's the best businessman, probably right. And the, one of the re- one reason him, is, him or Kerry Katz, Katz, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It's one of those two. Um, Bill Klein is more plays the I'm a billionaire, and once in a while, I'm just not afraid of the money. I'm less afraid of the money than anyone else at the table. And now you have to t- that. That's my edge. I'm going to push that edge a little bit. I don't really ever see Kerry Katz doing that, but I see Bill Klein doing that, like you're saying, like the Phil Gauff is one example. I've seen other examples too, for sure, in big spots, like big money spots. Yeah. So. So okay, so we think he's at least capable of not having it if we're a domo. Yes. Okay, that's important because there are some guys who just are always going to have it here. Maybe I can see Bill table. Klein.
1: I can see Bill Klein just yoloing with Ace King, like all, all combos of Ace King. Hmm. I could see him doing that.
0: Yeah. The thing is, that's such a bad. The the board is pretty freaking scary, and you might think like, what am I supposed to get? Adamo to fold now, you know, I mean,
1: except, I, except Ace I Jack. wish, I <laughs> wish we could know Bill Klein's intent with the shovel base, Jack to know if it's a bluff or not. Like I would love I know. to know. It seems so
0: ambitious to think I'm going to get Queens to fold after they've already put in most of their stack. They're getting an outrageous price and it's one of the best players, if not the best player in the, the world playing right now. And I'm Bill Klein who the, the billion and everyone knows I'm a billionaire. And everyone knows I got a little speed here and there. It seems just like such an ambitious play, but maybe he's thinking like Adamo doesn't want to bust this 300 K tournament three off the million dollar bubble. Maybe there's that.
1: I don't, I don't know. Let's forget about that. What Bill Klein's thinking for a second and go back to Adamo's decision. Great. If we give Bill Klein, at least some of the combos of ace King, this becomes a lot closer to a call. If we think Klein is going for it with ace King, um, we were, we can remove a lot of like Jackson tens is only six total combos. We, we can give him all those combos, but it's only six total combos. Yeah. And if we don't think he's going for it with aces and kings for value, then it's certainly in favor of us calling from a chip EV perspective at that if he's point. Got,
0: if he's got uh, a number of the ace kings. Yeah. Like yeah. half the ace kings or something Yeah, like
1: that. Beyond pure chip EV, there's also, as we mentioned earlier, tournament situation. What are the two outcomes between folding or the three outcomes between folding and calling? Folding, we're left with under 30 mm. blinds. And we're the short stack at the table, calling and losing. We're out of the tournament. That's obviously a negative outcome. Yeah, that's calling crazy. and winning. We have two point eight million, and the second stack has one point one million. We're the that's,
0: runaway chip leader, and we're yeah. Michael Adamo as the. Runaway that's a chip
1: pretty leader. damn fine scenario. If we, we win we, the
0: tournament, a huge amount of the time. Yeah. Yeah. See, that is the to me beyond everything else, such a compelling reason to call here. Yeah. Like the the three outcomes piece of it, which not something we talk we've talked about in a while. But right, it really seems to come into play right here because this pot is so big because these are the two chip leaders where it's like, I'm definitely going to go bust right here sometimes. But man, every time I don't, like what's my EV in this tournament? It's outrageous, you know? And yep. like, so if I think I'm good close to the right amount of times, you know, uh, close to the right percentage, I can fudge it a little bit because the situationally, it's going to be so unbelievable for me.
1: Maybe, Maybe what you do is the situation is so good the times that you win that you, uh, you remove ICM and go pure chip EV. So you take away the ICM from your calculations. Now, if you're going pure chip EV and you give Klein at least a couple ace kings, it's, you're golden. It's a call.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you can have some ace kings. Again, we'd really like to not have the queen of spades in our hand if we could. Of course, really, I agree. It, puts, it just puts some more combos out there that he can have. Um, by the way, if he has ace king, we haven't mentioned ace queen He might play ace-queen the way he's going to play some of those ace-kings. Now, not the ace-queen of spades, but still, maybe. Like, could feel just as desperate with ace-queen and play it the same way he could. They really play the same post-flop, right? So, if we think he's got any of those combos, yeah. Like, it doesn't take much. So, that's good. By the way, I
1: I did... I made a mistake. I said we're giving him all six combos of Jacks full and Tens full. He's not forbidding all of those, so by, we're actually removing no some of those combos. Maybe I, most of them.
0: I don't. Yeah, I don't know if he's forbidding almost any of them. I just don't like a lot of players in this spot are going to just call with the Jacks and the Tens rather than potentially either play a huge pot with them and or get blown off them. You know. Now it's Bill so, Klein. Maybe he, maybe he's more inclined to just say, yeah, who cares?
1: I'm a billionaire. It's possible." Maybe. I think, I think I it's a, a call. I think you have to call because of I all mean, these things.
0: We might be able to almost completely eliminate jacks and tens, and we might be able to eliminate kings and aces saying, like, I don't know if he's shoving those. Yeah. And if that's the case, I guess we just have to call with queens. <laughs> yep. And the situation, what... like you said, the three outcomes really points to we should make more calls here. We should lean into the call more of the time because, man, we're the guy. If you give me $2.8 million in chips... I just win this tournament all day long. Like, you know, there's just, it's just so much easier for me. Now, obviously there's a bunch of people at the table. That's going to be true for, but this is us. We get to be in this situation. Like it's an incredible spot for Adama.
1: Well, he does make the call. He does it. Yes. He
0: puts it after a long, long thing. I actually watching it thought he was going to fold multiple times. Wow. I really did. And then he put the chips in anyway. And I was like, man, how is he so good?
1: How is he so good? Intense hand, intense hand. So how did he end up doing in the tournament? I'm well they're still up.
0: playing actually there. Oh. That was that was the end of day 2. They just played okay. a little bit longer. Klein busted right away and they're they're coming we're we're recording this but just before they've even started day 3 there's five players left. He is the runaway chip leader though with 2.9 million Bonomo second with 1.1. $1. 1. Uh Chris Brewer the short stack with 380,000 of course as we said earlier on three players get paid